Hello everyone and welcome back to more Knowing Wheel, episode 45 this week of this series. I cannot believe I forgot to bring up LH44 Blessed uh, last time round. one week round. you don't say the episode number. The That's one, genuinely, the only week yeah, I haven't <laughs> mentioned the episode number. But yeah, we're, I think, Jamie, we're about to cross over a year of Knowing Wheel. And I think only missing seven episodes in that time is, is not bad going, yeah, it must be said. Good. But yeah, as always, as you would have already heard his voice, we are once again joined by Jamie183. Less than two weeks to go now until the start of the IRL F1 season. Of course, winter testing is going to be going on later on this week. But yeah, exciting times ahead in the world of Formula 1. Obviously, as we always say, if you're watching this over on YouTube, click the links down below. Go check us out on Spotify. You know, Give us a follow on there. It really does help grow the podcast. And then, of course, there's links now. Red Bull have released their all-new 2022 merch drop over on the F1 merch store as well. So there will be links down below to that. You know, if you click through those links, you also help support the channel. And, of course, we're still running our promotion over with Manscaped as well. So free shipping and 20% off, obviously, if you use the links. There's there's a lot of links down below, but they're definitely all good things that you all want to be checking out before we dive into this. But this week, though, of course, we went through all of the liveries for F1 2022. We got a couple of other little news pieces to get through, but today, Jamie and I are going to spend the next 25 minutes or so arguing about which liveries <laughs> work and which ones don't. Yes, deciding on our each of our interpretations of art is correct, which is obviously quite difficult to do when you fundamentally disagree on quite a lot of things so yes yeah it's it's gonna be fun i think jamie i also want to try and compare this with the scores we gave each livery in the single oh, mine will have we changed did for so it. much yeah i'm worried that they will have both changed a little bit so i'm probably gonna put like a post out in a couple of days time where once i've been able to go back through all the scores then we'll compare them up uh, to how we ranked them at the time uh, you know th this is knowing wheel not knowing art so <laughs> yeah there's definitely definitely going to be some controversy in this one now jamie do we want to do in order of the cars revealed or in just the order they're on this website i reckon the order they were revealed in yeah do you remember the order they were revealed in Mostly, I think. Because <laughs> I was going to say, because I definitely don't. I know Haas so, was first. I do remember Haas was Although first. Although it's changed since then for many reasons. Yes, yeah, of course. We'll talk about that a little bit more later on in the episode. So obviously for those of you guys that are watching or listening to this even, I should say on Spotify, we are now using the non-Russian branded Eurocalli sponsored Haas. We're just using the beautiful black one, uh, black and white one it's that they use. It's not black. <laughs> it's not all black, but there's a lot more black on it than there was yeah. uh, from the second and, no, oh, no, just last day of winter testing, wasn't it? Yeah. I yeah, feel I'm... like, first of all, I'm just going to sort of say, I feel like to begin with, we kind of like this livery because it's different, not because it's particularly brilliant. No, and it it's clearly very bare, but I do like, well, I like the stand they've taken, firstly. It would have been Yes. possible for them just to keep Mazepin and Euro Cali for the money, but I'm glad they've not. They were, they were um, going to struggle to get the money in from Euro Cali. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I do actually quite like it. It gives me echoes of the Braun, um, which I'm sure many people have said in the I fact mean, that it's it's a white chassis with only the team's logo on it. I was going to say, people often say red is the new neon yellow, but okay. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what they say. Um, I, I think good is probably fair. I also expect this probably to be very different come the start of the season in a couple of weeks time because for their sake i hope they've actually got sponsors by then yes um, yeah but yeah 
and a new driver, which will be interesting. We'll get onto that later. Yeah, um, there's plenty still to talk about that, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, we obviously chatted in length about that last week, but I think good is probably fair enough. What are you thinking? I was looking at good. I think good is a fair place to put it. Like we said, it's a bit difficult still with Haas because, I mean, they, they could change their livery numerous more times before the season even begins. Um, but it was, like we said, I think there's a lot of positivity, obviously, the fact that they haven't just sort of stuck with Euro Cali, uh, in one way or another. Um, and obviously it does look clean at the end of the day. You said it sort of gives you brawn vibes. I think that and sort of like the Manor 2016 vibes. And I think everyone loves a bit of an underdog sort of yeah. plain livery with just some good colours on it. I think good is a fair place to begin with. Yeah. I believe the next was Aston. I believe you're wrong. I'm pretty Maybe certain it was Red Bull. Red Bull. It yes, was Red it Bull, was Red I'm pretty Bull. certain. Okay. They, of course, have changed their livery as well since then. Of course, they've now got a load of Bybit sponsors on there. Yeah. Um, and the, the but... car looks completely different to how it was when it got launched. because That's also very, very true. Pods. Yeah, we, we did very much do a launch of a car that A, didn't have the right livery, and B, never even existed, <laughs> which was quite funny. Yeah. But like we said, obviously, Red Bull, they brought on some new sponsors for New Year. Of course, Bybit and Oracle, two massive sponsors, go into the team uh, for 2022 and the next couple of years. Haven't really changed around much of the livery, though, have they, Jamie, no. apart from that? And that's what uh, we're talking about today. And I feel, yeah, I, th- I think the livery obviously hasn't changed that much, um, as we expect almost with Red Bull now. Um, they've sort of had the same livery for the whole time in F1, really, just with very minor differences, depending on title sponsors and whatnot. Um, I don't think this livery suits the shape of car very well. Um, I don't quite know what it is. Maybe it's, I think it's the nose cone has something to do with it. Obviously, it's a longer nose now than it was last year. Um, and also the lack of like Honda sponsorships for two companies that I've not really heard of in my life. So, yeah, I don't know what it is. I think I definitely prefer the 2020 and 2021 Red Bulls to this one. Um, and we've kind of made up a category specifically for this livery. Yes, which... <laughs> yeah. And yeah. There's, a, there's a couple of obvious ones that are going to be going into change it up for once. But Again, it sort of comes down to, wow, new sparkly Formula 1 car. Uh, we, we like to see a change-up on the liveries every once in a while, and Red Bull, Red Bull are not a team uh, that does so. And like you said, I think, yeah, the, the huge yellow nose cone mm. just doesn't quite feel right this year. It's a bit hard to describe, isn't it, at the end of the day? But, yeah, that I think changing up for once seems fair. Number three, then, Jamie, I think you it were was... right in saying was Aston Martin? I think Martin? it was Aston, yeah. Let's, let's say it was Aston Martin then. This one, when it rocked off, where obviously it was the first sort of proper reveal. Everyone loved it. <laughs> everyone was massive fans of. And then since then, to be honest, we sort of look around a lot of the grid, and at least in my mind, a lot of cars look better. It's a bit middling now, isn't it? I, do, I still like it. It's very it's a very good livery. Yeah. But yeah. it's not as amazing as people thought it potentially was at first. Yes. Yeah. Um... Yeah, like we said, it was the first proper reveal. Looked great. Yeah. And then sort of like everyone else has come in with better looking cars. But sort of they're like, the Aston Martin doesn't look bad, but it just doesn't look as good as a lot of them. Class or just good? I think class is fair enough. I think the, it's almost what they wanted to make last year until they got some pink sponsors to get rid of the green. Yes, so, yeah, very true. Yeah, I do think it'll be low. It looks nice on track as well. And yeah, especially the... The renders they dropped at Silverstone, apart from a super high front wing, which I'm sure they'll sort out. Yes, very good. yeah. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. 
what was was Alpha Tauri up next? I Am think I right it was McLaren. Thinking? Yeah, I think you might be right with McLaren. And straight into trash. Thank you. <laughs> I really like this McLaren. And I don't, I don't for the life of me, know why. <laughs> I genuinely cannot work it out. I just think it looks nice. I, th- I think the blue, obviously we know the blue and the orange works well together from the golf liveries. It's not as good as the Monaco Golf, obviously, but I do like it. I do think it's worse than last year, but calling it trash, I mean, I'm not in control. It's Matt's computer that's recording, so. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's harsh to put it in trash. <laughs> the, the, the problem I have with this, and obviously, of course, we're trying to do a tier list here, Jamie. Yeah. Is there any other livery that you think belongs in trash? No. Which no. is, I think we've been blessed with a very good, like, group of liveries this year. But someone has got to fill that tier. Otherwise, yeah. it's not really a true tier list. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be able to change your mind. And you're Say in charge, yeah so... once more and I might believe you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just trying to get over it... the uh, disappointment that... Yeah, like I quite like this livery, and you're gonna put it's it in trash. It's awful. <laughs> oh, and think... like you said, there's no livery on the grid that looks worse, is it? No, I think no, the original exactly. Haas would be below it, but that's no longer on this list. So. Exactly, exactly. And the original Haas would have probably also gone and changed it up for once. Yeah, but still, yeah, McLaren. I'm sorry, it's. I mean, trash might be a little bit unfair. Let's let's change it to not good. I think is going to be the way we're going right. to do this. Is that is that fair with you, Jamie? I I can accept that slightly more, but make it be plain that if I was in charge, it wouldn't be there. Where would so, it go in your eyes? I think good. I like it. What? I I, I do like it. I I mean I, I can't I can't apologise. It's just my taste. No, not not not. I definitely don't have COVID, so leave it out. Oh, shocking! Before you make shocking a terrible behavior. joke. <laughs> Alpha Tauri, I believe, was I think up it next. Was Alpha Tauri next. Correct. Now they've had a pretty good run of form actually since becoming Alpha Tauri, haven't they? Mm. All of their liveries have looked really good. However, each year's has looked slightly worse than the years before. I disagree. I this one's grown on me massively. I think I gave it like a four or a five yeah. when we did it at first. But on track, it looks great. I absolutely love this livery. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Which we're going to disagree on again. Um. No, I'm, I don't dislike it by any means. It's certainly not Eggy McLaren. Um, it's one of those weird ones, isn't it, Alpha Tauri? Because they reveal a livery and it looks a bit meh. Then you see some renders of it and it looks like just an absolute stunner. And then you sort of see it on the track and it's kind of decent again. Yeah. I feel like it belongs better than Hass in good is sort of where I'm looking at or below yeah. Aston Martin in class. But I as I decide in McLaren, I'll let you decide. I think low end of class. I do actually really like it. It's in the renders at first. I thought it was pretty dreadful. Yeah, the um, white background renders looked yeah. awful, didn't they? But then the Imola then, ones look good. And then on track, it looks great. So yeah, I I think lower end of class is fair. Fair enough. Like we said, we we don't we don't rule a dictatorship here. I do let Jamie have some say <laughs> on the matters. Williams, I want to say, was up next. I then think Jamie, it was, yeah. I think it's just very basic. I mean, yeah. I, I I like it. It's not it, it's not offensive to me, but there's not a lot to it. I no, don't think. no, exactly. It's certainly I don't think ever going to go down as an iconic Williams, is it? No. Um, it's kind of just a bit of a rebrand from what they've used to had. Again, it kind of looks really good in very very specific circumstances. Yeah. So and in the wet on blue yes. wet tires, very very lovely. Yeah. But 
I don't yeah. think this year is going to be the season where every Grand Prix is a monsoon. And if it is, no. if it's anything well, like Malaysia might last be back. year. Yeah, Malaysia might be coming back. We need to talk about that in a minute. Um, I want to say putting it in good. Yeah, I agree with that. Better I think, or worse than Haas? I think it's just above Haas. I, yeah. It's like echoes of the old like Rosberg-Williams back in the day. Not Kenny, Yes, Nico. very true. <laughs> yeah, the Fly Saudi. Was it Fly Saudi? Um, are they all the sponsors they have back then? Yeah, AT- I want to say they were the, like, the two big sponsors. Or is that the Star Wars still? one? I can't remember. Hey, What's the thing from Star Wars called? That's the AT&T, isn't it? Or the at I can't remember. AT&T <laughs> is also a mobile phone company. Right, yeah, it was them. What on earth are you thinking of? Someone in the comments will, will know what I mean. There's the big thing, the machine that walks on four legs in Star Wars is called the AT-something. I genuinely want to find this out now because I've got no idea what you're on about. It's in it's in Hoth. If that means oh, the ATAT. Yes, that, I thought I was just referencing a completely <laughs> random, made-up thing from Star Wars, but no. Oh bless you, bless you. So we'll get down, get out of that rabbit hole, and move on. <laughs> we certainly will. We'll jump back out of that rabbit hole. I think next was Ferrari. I think we went. To, I think Me- uh, Mercedes was first, wasn't it? I thought it was Ferrari then Mercedes. Okay, let's go with that. Now, <laughs> Ferrari's year, Jamie. You predicted them to win the Formula One World Championship did I? this year. Oh, no. Yes, you did in the Ferrari <laughs> preview. To be fair, I, I backed myself for that. Okay. <laughs> Mon the <Okay>. Charles. <laughs> Mon the Charles. Things I never thought I'd hear Jamie want to say. I absolutely love this Ferrari. I don't. It I've... does look good, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's lovely. It, it does look really, really good. To... Yeah, I mean, what are we going to see with it? Is it going to be a championship winner? I mean, that's not the point of today's wins. video. 14 race <laughs> no, wins, you <laughs> predicted. <laughs> Ferrari like 23 do- races, aren't they? Yeah, I mean... Or 22 now. Oh, Russia will get replaced on it, but yeah, still. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think I, I think... said at least 10. I'd back that. 10 race wins. 10 race wins. But today we're not talking about that today, though, Jamie. We've, no, got, we've got livery that's next revealed week. to decide. A spoiler. <laughs> yeah, we are going to be doing our proper finalised F1 2022 predictions next week. This has I the potential. Very good. Yeah, this has the potential, doesn't it, to be a goated Ferrari in the future. Yeah. The Ferrari that brought Ferrari back to the top. Yeah, I think it has to go and goated. It's so nice. It looks lovely on track as well. It the does. Only thing that's it bad does. Are the race suits, but they can't. That's not part of the livery, so it's calm. And the shell logos don't look right. Yeah, but they can't really do much about that when they're paying money to be on the car. Very, yes, very. I mean, this F1, is Ferrari. Is it F175, this one? Yeah, the F1 yeah. SF1075-21 HB. Slash Apple. Slash Apple, yeah. Yeah, not, exactly. Not the best uh, name, we've, but very good livery. <laughs> we've we put a Ferrari in goated here, Jamie. This is crazy, We're becoming such Tifosi merchants. We have literally, <laughs> over, since the start of this podcast, we have completely gone full swing towards Ferrari fandom on this channel. Three more to go then, Jamie. First up then, Mercedes going back to the silver. Yeah. I, I like it. It's it's nice. It's just a bit boring, isn't it? <laughs> a little bit. I mean, they've still kept some of the changes. Obviously, you've yeah. got the Ineos sponsors. Looks very good from the rear. Yeah, it does. Although it looks a bit like a Ferrari from the rear. With the, the back of the rear wings red, isn't it's, it? Or it's not got up? smoke billowing out of it. Well, yeah, apart from that. But one... <laughs> You, that'll come back to bite you when Hamilton has an engine failure and Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. It's, 
I, I really like the simplicity almost because there's generally, I think, four colors. You've got like turquoise, or five, turquoise, silver, red, black, and white, and that's it. Yeah. Which I, I, I rate that highly. I think it looks very good. But yeah. It's, it's just a bit basic, isn't it? <laughs> and the other big problem with it, wasn't it, was the fact they've stuck sponsors over stars. Yeah. Like, they didn't put the sponsors around the stars. They just kind of slapped a sponsor logo over where the stars were, which seemed... It, I mean, it's like me trying to Photoshop something. <laughs> yeah, your thumbnails. <laughs> my thumbnails are not not the best on the YouTube platform, it must be said. I, I hold my hands up and admit that. Do we put it, therefore, in good, or do we put it in change it up for once? Because technically they've changed technically it back. Technically they have. Uh, I think good is probably fair. Better than Williams and Haas? Between um, Williams and Haas? Worse than Williams and Haas? I think between. Between? You think think this is worse than Williams? I just... I I think I prefer watching the Williams on track just because it's something different. Okay. I don't know what you're thinking. I was going to put it in good but better than the Williams because, like I said, unless it's monsoon conditions, that Williams doesn't look particularly brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't cling on too tightly to wherever this one goes, to be honest. No, I think, yeah, I think it's top certainly of good okay. is fair. It's certainly nothing on two years ago's black Mercedes. No, no, that, that 20 was thing one of the was best a work of, of art. Time, so. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Moving into our second one, then, I think is going to be quite controversial, then, Jamie. Mm. Alpine. Yes. I you, quite I like not... it. Oh! This one, I, I like this one. Ah, okay, that's alright. Right, this isn't going to be as controversial as I thought then, to be honest. Okay, cool. I really like it, both liveries. Luckily we're not rating the pink one, because then we would meet opposite ends of the spectrum. The pink would go right up in proper goated tier. No, it would me. go in not good, it's worse it, than McLaren. No, it's right yeah. up there, Jamie. BWT painted cars are beautiful. I really like this one though. I think they've absolutely smashed it with the the combination of blue and pink. Which oh, I mean, I don't know who Alpine Alpine's designer is. Is Sean? Is it Sean Bull? Sean Bull, yeah, it is him. He deserves a medal because he well, he's always make... been class at it, and then exactly, someone noticed exactly. and employed him. So. Yeah, I mean, they, it just looks insane, yeah. doesn't it? How on earth you can make pink, red, and blue work? I don't the only know. Th- to be fair, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the reds in there, but they can't do much about that because that's sponsorships. No. And I don't think it looks bad either, to be honest. No, it's not awful. Um, I certainly, I think it's slightly a slight step down from last year, but I just yeah, that last year's really car was the best so. looking on the grid, wasn't it? I it think we right can accept there, yeah. that. Um. Does it go in class or does it go in goated though, Jamie? I would prefer for class just because I know what's coming. Fair enough. So. Fair enough. Yeah, no, that that's fair to me. Better than Aston Martin. Better than Alpha so. Tauri. We go. We're going to say top of the bit. top yeah, yeah. class. Are top we? of the class. Top of the class. Wonderful. Wonderful. And that brings us on then to our final one. We've smashed through these, Jamie. Yeah, We've done quite rapid. well actually. I think. Alpha Romeo again. Another team that every year brings out a brilliant livery and then we forget how good it is because we never see them on track. Yeah, I absolutely love it. I, I'm going to make no bones about it. I think this is the best livery on the grid. Really? Yeah. I okay. think it's phenomenal. The, the shade of red and the white just works so well together. Ah. Might be something to do with Joe's helmet design is beautiful as well. So. Joe <laughs> has got a good helmet out of right. context. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think... What, what are your thoughts on it? I absolutely love this. I do really like it as well. However, like we said, we've said this the last couple of years about the Alfa Romeos and then they've never quite looked as good on track. I wanted to put it between the Alpine and the Aston Martin, 
but I'm willing to accept putting it in Goated with Ferrari because I feel like it's a bit insane just good. putting the Ferrari there by itself. Yeah. I don't think, I it's, think it's as right good looking there. as the Ferrari. I don't... Th- mm, I think I would rather... Say in a game, I would rather drive the Alpha. But on to watch on track, the Ferrari's probably going to be better. We'd hope so. We really, yeah. really would. I mean, yeah. when you've got Bottas and Guan Yuzhou in your lineup, yeah, any team's probably going to be better. Wow, but... the disrespect. I can't believe this. Oh, mate, you, you know it's true. You know it's true. The, I think we've done really the well. The least there. uninspiring lineup I've seen in years. The least uninspiring, at, exactly. It's great. Double it... negatives all around. Oh, dearie me. Dearie, dearie me. But there we go. I think. I think we can be pretty happy with that, Jamie. Yeah. I think everything there looks about where it should. I think if we were to add the three others, yeah. in my opinion, they would all be below the McLaren. <laughs> no. Talking about the, the Camo Alpha. The, the Camo Alpha, I think, would go in good. The original Haas I put in, not Haas. good. Yeah, not and good. And the other Alpine, I'd really try and fight towards goated so we'd, sent, no. we'd settle at the bottom of class. No way. <laughs> I'm so looking forward to race three when it's no longer on the grid. Oh, yeah, it's in for the first two, isn't it? Oh, I cannot wait for that. That is such a vibe. <laughs> such a vibe. Under the floodlights at Saudi and Bahrain, it will look very good. It will. It will. Anyway, though, that's going to do us for that segment of the podcast this week, Jamie. We have got a few other news bits to get into then. You've already touched upon it, first of all. Of course, the Russian Grand Prix has been fully dropped. And can we both just get it straight on the record? Rightly so. Get yep. in the bin. Um, there are talks though from different tracks, isn't there, about hosting for this year? Yeah, it feels like that. Um, so <laughs> my my thought initially would be it goes straight to Turkey, just because. And it they, was on the F one yeah. site for a while with tickets available, yeah. which was quite funny. Yeah, but then this week, Sepang International Circuit have been tweeting some incredibly cryptic things. <laughs> yeah. So. Very strongly hinting that they're coming back in some degree to motorsport, whether it's F1 or not, we'll have to wait and see. But yes, I yeah. really hope it is because Malaysia is a class circuit. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of got. There. It's kind of got my mind thinking as well. I'm thinking F2 and F3 at Malaysia would be vibes. Yeah. Like you, you think about, all that trying to go wide. side by side down the straight. <laughs> exactly. I'm thinking an F3 race at Malaysia would be peak racing. It'd be guaranteed turn one pile up. Oh yeah. <laughs> 30 cars be, trying to get through that in the first lap. It would be insane, though, to watch. Yeah. But I'm not optimistic, unfortunately. I, I feel like I might be. I feel, unfortunately... Again, a lot of this just comes from the fact Turkey's done it twice before over the last couple of years, and everyone messed up on their website and put Turkey tickets available. I feel like Malaysia's just trying to use this to get a few Twitter followers. Could be that, yeah. What If you were to back... Out of those two, or any other circuit you think might take over from Russia's spot, who who are you backing? Are we saying if we had to put fifty pounds on this, which track? Well, I don't would have fifty be? quid. Call it Don't five. You? Okay, call it five pounds. <laughs> if we had five pounds to put on which track is replacing Russia, I would go Turkey. See, safe bet, I would also go Turkey, but my heart wants me to go for Malaysia. Yeah, I. But my heart doesn't control my money. That's yeah. My good. my brain does, Jamie. Gamble responsibly. Perhaps everyone. this is why you haven't got fifty pounds to put a bet on this. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but yeah, I think it probably will end up be Turkey. But it would be great to see Malaysia back. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we we always want to see Malaysia. I feel like we mention it every other week or so, don't we? Yeah. Whether it's for sprint races or now F two and F three. Um. But yeah, Malaysia is such a good circuit as well. It must be said. Um. Obviously, the big talking point from last week as well. 
about whether Nikita Maspin was going to go. Of course, that's now being confirmed. He's out the door. Again, we probably should put this on the record. Good riddance. Yep. Will not really be missed in 2022. He didn't offer very much to F1 at all. He certainly didn't. His country offers even less to the world. So, yes. Well, very, very true. The people, I'm sure, are quite nice. Some yes, exactly. Some of them, some of them, uh, a lot of them, I'm sure. But yeah, in terms of who's going to replace him, though, we're still no closer to an answer. Or oh, we we've got a couple of hints. Out it's of the we, Hulk Jamie. show. I don't care. He's back. It might well be the Hulk show now, isn't it? Because Gene Haas, literally hours ago today, has come out saying that Fittipaldi is going to be in the car for testing, but likely not for the season. Yeah, they won't experience basically. Oh, you've gone yeah. again. No, I haven't. I'm still here. I just oh, closed stream. down my okay, stream. Okay, closed the stream. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. Didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's if I if I generally did I do have fifty pounds. I I would put fifty quid on Hulk getting the seat now. I genuinely think we're heading towards that direction again. My heart so desperately wants to say Piastri still. It, it, it won't be It's Piastri. not going to happen, though. I'm still inclined to believe it might be Gio, especially as Hassa trying to double down on their sort of trying to get in with Ferrari. Mm, I'd, but, I'd just... That'd be such an uninspired signing. I feel like oh, Hulk's yeah. got so much more to offer than Giovinazzi. Yes, Even yeah, at, like, exactly. Even 34, whatever he is now. Like, yeah. he'd be such a good mentor for Schumacher as well. Yes, and I think this is the important thing, isn't it? Ferrari might try and say all this about Gio, but he's been woeful in Formula E so far this season as well. And he was pretty... He was least, pretty well, woeful in most Formula 1. It was pretty yeah. woeful in F1. Yeah, I'm just not optimistic. I mean, yeah, like I said, my heart wants Piastri. Your heart wants Hulkenberg. I heart's getting what it wants. We move. I feel like your heart might actually get what it wants here. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold my breath just yet. Hulkenberg is probably the I think yeah, Giovinazzi is the boring move. Hulk's probably the smart move, and Piastri is the brave move. Yeah, and I think they've made it pretty clear that if they were going to get a rookie in, they would get Fittipaldi. Yes. So yeah. I don't see them getting Piastri in unless no. Renault or Alpine pull some huge strings in the next few days oh just give them a load of money out yeah that's what they need please. to do it's such bad management just give them a load of money and put piastri in a formula one car <laughs> get some bwt on the house as well why not exactly that would look good <laughs> yeah just make that the bwt car <laughs> we're, we're sorted then big other news this week though jamie max verstappen might well have just signed the longest contract in f1 history mm. Yeah, for a crazy, driver. Crazy moves. It's twenty twenty eight, was it? Twenty twenty eight. Yeah. That's mad. He'll almost be here as long as Bahrain's contract is, but not quite. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very, very well deserved. Um it's probably the biggest disparity between two driver wages, I would imagine. <laughs> We're saying that Mercedes probably get another I was gonna that. say, yeah. Mercedes Checo, are probably not far Checo's away. Checo's on five mil a year. And Max is on 50 mil a year now. <laughs> yeah, it's a to thing, isn't it? That you drive the same car, he's a few tenths yeah. a lot faster than you, and you get paid 10 times more. Yeah. It's probably yeah. quite painful, but I'm sure Checo hardly struggles to sleep at night on 5 oh, million. Oh, yeah, 5 mil a year, year wiping himself down with some banknotes. <laughs> exactly, with some um, Mexican oil money as well. Yeah. That he still does pretty well. Yeah, with. very well deserved, I think, for Max. Um, he made it pretty clear 
after Abu Dhabi that you wanted to stay with the team. Yes, yeah. Um, makes sense for both parties. I'm sure it's... there's get-out clauses in case it does go badly. Oh, wrong. yes, definitely. Definitely. And this is the thing, isn't it, that we discussed sort of behind the scenes a couple of days ago. You know, that would mean Max, if he makes it to the end of the contract, would have been at Red Bull then for pretty much 13 full seasons. Yeah. Which blows any sort of driver record. I think it's still Schumacher, it's isn't 11, it, at the moment? Yeah. Schumacher... Oh, excuse me, with 11, and Hamilton's closing it. Well, Hamilton have done 11, 11 by the end of his contract. Um, so, yeah, 13 seasons would have been insane. And, of course, the other mad thing to think about then is Max Verstappen would still only be 31 yeah. when that contract expires. He'll have done over 300 races. Over th- depending on, obviously, if Formula 1 can keep all the tracks on the calendar. Yeah. Which but, you imagine they will. Exactly. Just completely insane numbers. He's going to shatter all the records, surely. If he hangs around. Mm. This is the and thing. And if Red Bull can keep delivering, that's the thing. Exactly, because Max Verstappen has always—I mean, he's always said a lot of things, and I've never believed a lot of it. But he's—he's <laughs> he's always said, you know, if he gets bored of it, he will call it a day. Will yeah. he or not is a very different question. I'd—I'd I'd be surprised, especially if he's still winning. Like um, he seems to enjoy that. So. <laughs> very, yeah. very true. I do, uh, yeah, I—it's I, it's one of those ones, isn't it? Where I think Red Bull were willing to sort of pay him that fifty mil because then they sort of they're like, look, you're as good as Hamilton now. Um, well, he is. He's well, let's not go that far. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, how it'll fare down the line. You know, we could see a Seb situation where he signed another deal with Red Bull and then went pretty much, what, two years later, I want to say? Yeah. yeah. We, yeah, we just I, don't I'm, know yet. I'm certain if Red Bull are suddenly third fastest, which is not out of the question, no, they'll 100% be get-out clauses. Yeah, and, I mean, this is the other question, though, isn't it? Where could Max go? Could Mercedes poach him Mercedes when Hamilton would. retires? Yeah, if that seat is available and Red Bull are like third, fourth fastest, Max will be on the phone straight away to Toto, get in that Merc, dominate my... the sport for the next 50 years. Yeah, because the thing is, and I know we say this about a lot of Formula 1 drivers, but I can genuinely see Max going there for a huge pay cut as well, Yeah, if it comes to it. Red Bull are willing to pay him money that I don't think Mercedes would sign off on. But Mercedes is... are probably more guaranteed to give him a capable car year on year. Red Bull exactly. is a bit more volatile. Exactly. Last big news talking about IRL Formula One then, Jamie. I'm going to let you explain this one. Prelli have announced their tyres for the first three Grand Prix of the year. Which I'm quite excited by. Um, Not so much the first two because that's quite basic. They've got the C1, 2 and 3 for Bahrain, which is the the hardest uh, options they could have gone for, which we often see with Bahrain just because it's so hot and such high on the tyre deck. And first Um, race of the year. And first race of the year. I don't want anything stupid happening. (laughs) And then... For Saudi, it's the mid-range, so T C two four five two three four for Saudi Arabia, which again quite expected. I think that's what they had the last year as well. Um, but yeah, of course, we don't have the the Q two tire rule anymore, which makes this last bit of news very interesting because for Australia, it's the C two three and five, which I think is the first time since they bought in, maybe since they've bought in a three tire rule that they've had a split as in like no i think it is 2019 i feel like they did a couple of times 2018 2019 i'm pretty certain they did well anyway it's the first time in a long time that they've bought like a stepped tire range they've got the c2 to c3 and the c5 yeah so the c5 is just gonna be a quality tire i think for australia and then, unfortunately, they're probably all just going to do a one-stop with C3 to C2 or just use those as the race tyres 
because or, you can have yeah, a start or C3 C5, depending on what the tire wear's like. I doubt the C5 will be good for anything around Australia. Australia is probably going to be quite a tire shredding circuit, though, now, yeah. remember. Yeah. Um, so we'll have to wait and see, but it's very interesting, and it makes me hopeful that they'll keep doing this, especially if they bring, like, say it was a C2, a C4, and 5. That would make it interesting because the C4 and 5 generally are quite bad on tire wear. Yes. Um, yeah. So if they, if they can do that, that ah. will. Sorry, I mix up the strategies. I've just been stupid. I've got. I thought C five was a harder tire, not no, no, the other C5 way around. No, C five is the softest. Yeah, sorry, no, that was me being stupid. Yeah, so it be remains to be seen. What I I, I worry that everything will be one stop because there's no Q two tire rule anymore. But we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, they can keep mixing up with the uh, the different tire choices for each race, and obviously teams can then go ahead and choose their own allocations for each race, which I'm sure will be published in a few days' time, probably. What I want to see, Jamie, is teams having to use all three sets of tyres during a Grand Prix. That's what I want, because I feel like that could spice things up a lot. I'm not sure that would work in practice, really, to be honest. I don't know. Well, not in practice, in a race. I mean, come on. <laughs> the, I think what we don't end up seeing is, like, I, th- I remember back to 2011 they did it a few times where you would do the whole race on the tyres you actually want to do the race on and then, yeah and then, and then just pit, pit with like two laps, laps. Yeah. <laughs> so because that was Seb at Monza wasn't it, it was Germany the famous as well one. in 2011 yeah um, where him and Massa both did the same thing and it was just a pit stop race um, yeah but yeah I think forcing two stops unnecessarily I don't think is the right way to go about it because they would then just like pit at the end of lap one or pit at the end start the final lap for instance and i just don't think that's very natural so i don't I'm know i'm not sure I pre- they would anymore i would prefer it just to be two stops forced by the tire deck but obviously it's hard to nail tire deck without having yes. mad punctures yeah, like exactly. we've seen a few times in the past and again you'll always get those crazy people that try and stretch out one stop when it's yeah. probably not doable as well isn't it yeah i think yeah, it'll be interesting to see, isn't it? Of course, new tyres, everything like that, always can create a little bit of drama, potentially, as well. Um, and then, of course, you know, with the ground effect, everything like that, that's going to be interesting to see how it affects the tyre wear yeah. a lot more this year. That, I think, is going to do us, though, for IRL F1 news, if I'm not mistaken. I think so. But, this week, Jamie, and you're not even aware I'm going to do this yet... <laughs> We're bringing in a little section for gaming. Yeah, we've had quite a few different little pieces of news. Have you heard some of the new features apparently coming to F1 2022? I have. And I think I was underwhelmed by all of them. But go ahead. (laughs) So apparently, we're going to be getting road cars in F1 2022. As well as, like, a My Life mode where you can buy cosmetic items and things like that. Basically, like new star soccer. Uh, yes. Back in the Can day. I gamble all my stars on horse racing and then get <laughs> kicked out because they realised I was under eighteen? That was very funny. What a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, if they do well, like if it's if it's done very well, I think it could be really good. Something like like Forza Horizon levels, but obviously it won't be because it's such it's like a minor part of a mainstream game yes yeah but it's i think it's a good step and certainly it's the sort of thing you can build on by adding more and more features to year on year exactly so it's yes yeah, it sounds good for sure this this is the thing isn't it every year f1 or codemasters even kind of put like a test bed in for a new thing isn't it yeah and it's very difficult sometimes to sort of work out what that test bed is so like f1 2018 
You had the customizable car that obviously then became my team in F1 2019. Yeah. Um, then, of course, we sort of had like the F2 cars, everything like that came in. Um, then, of course, we had like the story mode, which came back on F1 2021 that was in F1 2018. Or like we sort of had like the very early start then, obviously, with Devin Butler yeah. and Lucas Weber uh, back then. So they sort of bring in ideas and then sort of see, test the water with them and then go back and, and go work on, on them a lot more behind the scenes. So apparently, yeah, we're going to get like a bigger story mode again in F1 2023, like we saw in F1 2021. Must just be added, though. We've only had one source for this yeah. so but far. But it is a fairly reliable one, I want to say. Like, a couple of days before he announced this stuff, he announced a load of FIFA stuff that actually was true as well. Yes. Um, so yeah. he's got history of, well, one thing being true. But, yeah. We'll have to and apparently he used to do, like, COD leaks and things like that as well. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Of the... Yeah, yeah, we'll wait and see about that, isn't it? Other big news, though, literally minutes before, before we went to record the podcast today, F1 Manager 2022. Jamie, oh. I feel like we're going to burn an unhealthy amount yeah. of hours into this. I absolutely abuse Football Manager for hours. So the fact they're releasing an F1 version that's actually fully licensed, um, because I, I yeah. played the previous one back in what? Like Motorsport Manager was brilliant. Was around that sort of 2016, time. I think wow. it came out. That's crazy. It was ages ago. So I, I had that on PC and it was... It was good, and I I put a decent number of hours into it, but I don't know because it wasn't like official. It also didn't have real tracks, uh, didn't have like much replayability. I don't think the graphics weren't amazing. I I probably got about fifty hours on Steam of it, which is quite a lot. <laughs> but like this new one, I feel like especially if it's got a multiplayer mode, which we don't know if it has yet, but hopefully it will. Yeah, that's that's gonna yeah. be such a time sink. I will happily do a co-op with you on that. <laughs> if there's a co-op on that i'm more than down because yeah. genuinely i look at that apparently it's going to be a yearly release yeah like but i can s- yeah i was gonna say i can still easily see myself pushing sort of four five hundred hours into that yeah like we said if there's a co-op we will definitely be doing that on the channel as well i'm definitely going to be running the career mode though on there you know over the course of the summer yeah it's gonna also be released on console as well which is quite good i think yeah it's more just allows more access to the game doesn't it it's usually yes certainly yeah. comparing to football manager it's the xbox version's watered down from the pc version but yes it just allows yeah, more that's players the big to get thing, into isn't it. it so that's not exactly exactly and we'll, we'll wait and see obviously closer to the date but yeah that was just one little thing that we were both very very hyped about yeah uh you know there's uh, we're really now aren't we jamie i know you're not really a content creator anymore <laughs> uh, but of course still on the podcast you know there's a lot of ideas going around now. You know, you're already sort of looking towards F1 2022. I'm sure you remember the feeling back in the oh, past yeah. of trying to like plan content Work ahead. Which team you're going to start your career mode with? Hope no one else does oh, it. It's, <laughs> it's going to be so much hype when that game drops as well. You know, F1 Manager, F1 2022. The summer's going to be fun. I yeah. think. I, I, it's this is not going to be the year I finally get a tan. I'm just going to be inside <laughs> playing like games still. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Anything else to add, though, Jamie, before we finish off today? I think we've pretty much rattled through everything, haven't we? I think we have. I just check in Twitter, because I always do. Um, yeah, because always something gets yeah, announced right as we finish one of these. obvious has been announced since we started, so, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, there we go, then. Thank you, everyone. As always, so much for watching and enjoying the podcast. 
If you have enjoyed them, make sure you do leave a like, get yourself subscribed. And yeah, Jamie and I will be back then next week for more Knowing Wheel.